This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. Wow. So we made it back, guys. Hell yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're still here. We're not trapped anywhere. Yeah, you know. so um, we're not going to give away too much information, but we almost um, died this weekend. Yeah, yep. I, I will we, say... We almost had to live in the areas. Yeah, I will say that my exhaust is punctured. Uh, <laughs> and that doesn't yeah. mean his yeah. mental exhaust. It means no. his exhaust pipe on his car. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Rest in peace. Maybe your mental exhaust as well. Oh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. So, yeah, we made our way out to Western Mass and recorded some episode for season four. Can you believe it? I know, dude. Oh, my I'm so excited. Season we three's not so even many. done. No. I remember when, you know, I, I, I started um, episode one of season three. You did? Um, with Night Shift, and I can't believe we're already almost at uh, season four. This is episode, by the way. 91. 91. Holy shit. Of That's Baruch. insane. <laughs> Can you imagine when I started it like four and a half years ago, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do probably 20 episodes. <laughs> Because twenty sounded like a lot, and then <laughs> yeah. ninety-one episodes, and I've probably been on eighty-three of them. Yeah, no, it's wild um, to think about. You know, this is episode forty-six this season, so you know th- this season's pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and I think we're it's gonna, just going to get crazier. We're going to do a fun thing for our hundredth episode. Yeah, um, which also we're working on it, kind of. I'd like to. Sort of. I hope our previous host can attend. Too. I think it'd be fun if we had previous hosts. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, they've all been part well, of the brewer's journey. So yeah. yeah, we'll we'll send you guys an email. Be like um you know, January, February. Yeah, that'll be I, I'm only inviting <laughs> one person. Cool. Are you? I'm cool, inviting cool. everyone. I'm inviting Ryan. Oh uh, Winter it. Hill Brewing Company. What nice. Come Shout on the po- out. I'm sorry, Winter Hill. We I was want you to email you back. I will. Um so Oh, they emailed us. Yes. And you like, yes. Ugh. I'm the worst. Um, so if you guys, you guys obviously don't understand what's going on. We are, we do our weekly live um, broadcast on <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, so we're trying to, we're breaking the third Sorry wall. guys. Yeah. We or are the fourth wall, whatever. We're, we're a little crazy right now. It's fine. Uh, so this week. Yeah. We had an awesome yeah, week. Weekend. We had an awesome week weekend. It was crazy. Yeah. It we was wild. Mass, yeah. And we almost didn't survive, but yeah. now we survived. We drank we a got. lot of great beer. We drank some solid brewskis. Um, I'm not going to tell you where we went. No, okay. I want to we'll announce that a secret. Yeah, I want to know if you follow us on Instagram, Season four, Facebook, you, you coming know. soon. Um, but follow us on those social media because you get some inside information before episodes are released. We'd yep. let you guys know. Yeah. Um, and we share a lot of pictures of Ryan. So <laughs> we love Ryan. That's like, He's so pretty. That's more incentive. Like you get like really like cool, really good pictures of beers on other pages, but you don't get pictures of Ryan. You don't get pictures of Sound Guy Ryan. Yeah. I love pictures <laughs> yeah. of me, maybe. Yeah. How am I supposed to feel about that? Uh, so, Anywho's it. We had an awesome time at the Craft Beer and Food Festival. Yeah. Uh, so thank you yes. to Essex County Brewing for hosting us. Thank you. At that. Um, I wasn't there, but I heard it was amazing. Dude, the food was so good and the beer was awesome. Oh, I mean, how could we not so have jealous. good beer with I had to work. some of the people that were there? All of the breweries that were there. Not even some. Uh, so you'll hear that episode coming up. We're going to do something a little bit different Yeah. Uh, next we're, week. Yeah, we're going to release it hopefully by Wednesday so you guys can kind of enjoy. Nope. No? No. Since when? So on Wednesday, we're going to be releasing our Brewer's Guide to Thanksgiving. That's right. And then Friday, oh, we'll do like a fun episode. News to me. Oh, well, Ryan, 
you agreed to it. I was going to say, I think <laughs> we discussed I? this. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to It was actually your idea, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> to release something on Wednesday? Yeah. So we're releasing Brewer's Guide to Thanksgiving <laughs> next week. Oh. Yeah. So that way you guys are... Know what to drink on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it'll, it'll hopefully get you through... Um, you know, either that plane ride home or that car ride up north general, or south. Yeah. Crazy family. And like worst you know? case, if people start talking politics, we can tell you what beer to bring. And you when won't even people have, ex- start yeah, talking politics. We're gonna have to yeah. ha- we're gonna have a good beer for when people start yeah. talking politics. Politics for you guys. beer. Yep. Yeah, like a 13, 14% yeah. beer. I think. Easy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we might just skip it. Dragon's milk? 151. Dragon's no, 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 no. Like, we're going to be like, fuck doing beer. Just 151 it right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. So, we're releasing Damn. that episode on Wednesday, and then Friday will be the Oleo. Oleo. Craft Recap. Oleo. Food Festival. Yes. Okay. Understand. Yeah. I didn't. All right. Yep. Cool. Ryan's busy guy, so he doesn't understand yeah. everything when we yeah. tell, say it. That's all right. And our group <laughs> chat is mostly like, hey, Ryan, we love you. Yeah. Never actual That's direction. Pretty much all we talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of cool things. We so, have yeah. a special episode this, this week. This coming episode, we're changing things up. We are diving into the world of kombucha. And kombucha. I say kombucha. A lot of people say kombucha. Kombucha. Or but it's Ryan. kombucha. Or kombucha. Yep. Yeah. Kombucha? I've, I've yep. never heard that one. I've heard that before. Yeah. That's a thing. So we're talking to, we talked to Matt and Kelly of Crafty. They're in Worcester. They're in Worcester. Yeah, they're they're near Redemption Rock, right? Um, Redemption Rock and Wormtown, and yeah, Crafty, all in the same area. Yeah, real close. So you can do a real solid. Yeah, right off of two ninety tour. of all the beers and drinks, and it's actually a gluten free option. It's a great gluten free option. Now, so you know, if you guys are looking for a gluten free option for yourself or for your brewery, definitely check them out. They do, um, I don't know what do you call it, contract brew for like other breweries and things. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Not contract. Well, Not they, contract, they have guess, guest taps available. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they'll like guest tap for you. They'll Raw. put their yeah. kombucha on for you. Yeah, yeah. and it's not going to get you drunk. No, no, it's like, like what one, two, maybe three percent kombucha, and they some go, of it's like point yeah. five, right? Yeah, it's really low. Matt and yeah. Kelly go into the the health benefits of kombucha, mm-hmm. and they can't go too far into it. But as someone who um, really believes in like happy biome, happy body, like yeah. I yeah. truthfully believe in that, and like. Yeah. I do drink kombucha on the regular. Unfortunately, I can't get craft tea kombucha in our area. No, but it yet. is amazing. They have a maple seasonal kombucha out right now, which I was just yeah. hearing about. Yep. Sounds yeah. delicious. They have their usual like blueberry lemon. Yeah, and like the thing yeah. that's nice about yeah, this yeah. episode is it was shot very warm, like on a very hot, warm day in a factory. Mm-hmm. It was insanely warm, and from what I've heard. Uh, Kelly wanted to let us know that it's now very cold. Yeah, I'm sure. It so is. now you don't have to worry about the heat. You just have to bundle, <laughs> bundle up. up. But yep. the thing that I liked about it is that it's cold out right now, and I like when we do a little bit of like a throwback to the summer. It yeah, gets, it sets the mood. Where, cause <laughs> we're like we're sweating. We're yeah, we're literally stuff. like sweating on yes. this episode. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Um, but what else is going on in the world? Yeah. So otherwise, we got pink boots updates. Uh, so for those. Boston, I, I don't really those. know what our next ep- uh, next meeting is. That's what I was trying to say. But for every month we do have scholarships. So, you know, check out the scholarships, especially in the Boston area, because Boston has some um, perks 
Uh, we have the um, online concise course in brewing technology at Siebel. Boston has three spots open for that which is scholarship, incredible. which is fucking huge because That's you massive, know yeah. the whole worldwide pink boot society only has one in boston has three it has three whoop, whoop. That's super because cool. we raised some serious money for the scholarship yeah um so yeah if you're in boston and you work in the craft beer industry definitely hit it up because it's an amazing opportunity also there's a craft brewers conference in 2020. That's in Dallas, right? That's in Dallas or Austin. It's in Texas. It's in Texas. I know it's in Texas. Um, oh, trust me. I've been talking, trying to convince. Oh, yeah. That's definitely. If I win that, we're all going. Yep. Um, then Craft Beer Business Essentials Certificate at University of North Carolina. Which is a beautiful campus, by the way. I've never been, but... It's- it's a beautiful That's campus. awesome. Yep. I think it's actually an online thing, yeah. but you know, you can still go there. And like, also just make sure that you check out their Facebook page because I constantly see yeah, their team sharing updates. like jobs. If you're looking, exactly, if you're looking for a job, you want to get in the industry, that is a great way to kind of make get your way in through. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. All right. So this week, we got a beer sent to us from our friend Mommy Beerist out in California. And we seriously haven't been doing trades much recently. We no. used to do them all the time. And then we slowed down on it. Uh, I don't know why we slowed down on it, but Mm. we slowed down on it. Uh, But she was nice enough to send one. I bet her that the Patriots would beat the Chargers like a year ago, and they did, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Um, And uh, so she she fulfilled that that bet. Better late than never. Yeah, but we we got some beers out of it. So we're going to do this mystery beer. And this this mystery beer is uh, brewed and and canned by Claremont Craft Ales in Claremont, California. All right. Cool. And I know what the beer is, but Sound Guy Ryan and Erica do not. No idea. So, Ryan, uh, crack it away. Definitely an IPA of sorts. Okay. Take a sip of poo, Ryan. Hmm. Erica's going to smell it. Hold on. Yeah. Whoa. Little juicy. That's juicy. Juicy, bitch is a hazy boy. Nice West Coast style IPA. How, you, how do you know it's a West Coast style IPA? It's the the the, the hop profile um, seems to be um, either from that West mm. Coast area or like Washington State. I forget the name of the hop, but it has that very distinct kind of um, I, I wouldn't say tanginess. But it's very dry, which tends to be a kind like of a West Coast thing and piney. Yeah, yeah. So that has that kind of zing to it. It's a resinous, if you resinous. will. Resinous. Ooh. Ooh, then I'd like it. Keyword. Whoa, you guys are like. Yeah, all right. So you're going to go with the West Coast IPA? Yeah, I'm going to go to the West Coast style Any IPA. hop that you'd like to guess? Mm. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's <sighs> juicy. I don't remember which one gives off the piney flavor, so. I'm going to say a mosaic. No, it's not. No, no. Before before you do that, I mean, I don't think it would be mosaic. Definitely not. If anything, it would be like citra before anything. But I don't think it's citra. Citra doesn't give off a piney flavor. No, it doesn't. Citrusy. All right. Um, So just give it to us. This beer is Uber 
Uber Offengel. Uber Offengel. I feel like anytime anything's German, I have to say that. I'm sorry. You like have that. to. I'm yeah. sorry, German right. uh, So it's a hazy IPA. It's not even a West Coast or a oh. but it's just hazy. Duh. From where? Okay. From California. Okay, it's a German well, Amarillo and German Calista. It was made on the West Coast, so. Yeah, and it's CCA hazy. Um, it's Amarillo and what? Amarillo and Callista. Okay. I'm not familiar with Callista. Amarillo, I get. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Cool. It's not bad. Cool. Good beer. But it's nice. Thank you, Mommy Beer, yeah. for sending this. I enjoyed it Thanks, very much. Thanks, Mommy Beers. All right. Cool. Uh, so. It was using American hops. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we have a couple of words from our sponsors before we get to the episode. Um, but again, thanks to the craft beer and wine, uh, craft beer and food festival for having us. Um, and I think we had a good time with our live broadcast. It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah. we can't wait to be doing another one coming up soon. Are we ready to announce Real that we're going to be soon. doing that, or I... should we wait till next week? Hmm. Let's wait till next. Let's week. Let's wait. Yeah. Let's wait. <laughs> uh, let's not. Let's not so, rush into things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got uh, Kelly and Matt from Craft Tea. Kombucha out of Worcester, Mass. Yeah, make sure you stop by and find it. I know they're in a few local places in Worcester as well. So yep. if you're out in that area, try it. It's really good. And they will they will share about their kombucha. They'll oh, tell yeah. You oh, yeah. It. They'll tell you all about it. And in this episode, you learn a yeah. lot. Yes. So if you're interested in making your own kombucha, yeah. um, they give you the deets. Absolutely. Yeah. And have their hours changed since? Um, they it? post their hours all the time on Facebook. So just yeah. take a look on Facebook. I know this week they're over on like Friday, Saturday, yep. and Sunday, I wow. think. All right. So that's a awesome. huge, yeah, yeah. huge impr- um, yeah. improvement from what, uh, when but you guys It's kind of week yeah. to week. So if you want to hit, hit yeah. them up, just check their Facebook page. They're always posting their hours there. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yep. Good and they them. do sometimes open on appointment as well. So exactly. Cool. Uh, so. Enjoy this episode because I know that we all enjoyed it. And oh, Ryan, yeah. you definitely learned something. You weren't there. Yeah, I, I learned some stuff. Yeah. Cool. Cheers. 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 This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code Brew Roots for $5 off your first box. Head on over to shirtsontap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh, yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. Erica. Yo. What's up? Hey. So we Where have are you been? in a awesome building. We are. I love like old mill This is style probably one of the coolest buildings I think we've been in. This is like what you see like in movies that are like, this would be a perfect like I action movie James yes. Bond running through here. Yes. And if that's not enough of a description of where we are, would you like to tell our <laughs> listeners where we are? We're in Worcester. We are at Crafty Kombucha. 
You do say kim- kombucha? Kombucha, yes. Okay, kombucha. thank you. I do. I, yes. That word is like a struggle for me. I don't know kombucha. why. Kombucha. What are you from kombucha, Boston? Like a, I don't know. Like hey, I man, just, Boston Yard. Yeah, it's a struggle. Mm. It's a struggle. <laughs> um, and we're here with Matt and Kelly. Thank you guys for taking some time yeah. out of your day. Absolutely. Thanks um, for coming. Yeah. To do that. Um, all right. We always ask, we always start our podcast asking um, your first memory. You know what? I'm going to ask your first memory of kombucha. Yeah. Why not? Let's get specific. Because you typically ask your first memory of beer. Yeah. I was I was so prepared for that. <laughs> What's your, I mean, you can answer that too. You, first, yeah. Whatever you prefer, you know. Um, and your roles here at, at, at Craft Tea. That's the more important part. To me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Well, I, uh, I did, in fact, just look this up the other day. Um, I was at a festival in Boston. It was a craft beer festival, yeah. uh, something that I've been have done for many, many years. And I was working for uh, a company that um, had a booth there. So it was just, you know, like you do, yeah. right? Just a volunteer yeah. and everything. Um, and it turns out that... Um, uh, the urban farm fermentary uh, had come down all the way from Portland to uh, uh, to be at this festival as well. And so after trying all the different beers and stuff, I said, well, what the heck is this? I might as well try it. Tried it. And I was absolutely in love with it. And I just said, this is the best stuff I've ever had. This is just amazing. So um, so I spent the next uh, couple of years trying to find it uh, in the Worcester area, um, and there's none to be had. Like the furthest <laughs> they distributed was like somewhere on the North Shore. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. It's, yeah. So you did want to drive there just to buy some. I it, remember. It's true. Um, <laughs> yes, I, plenty of pilgrimages to support like, yes. just to buy a certain thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I understand. We yeah. are. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, then uh, then I did. Um, a little more research. Um, I started looking at all of the YouTube videos I could find, all of the books I could read, every little bit of information. I, I set up a Google alert for the word kombucha. So yes. every morning, every morning I get a total digest of the word kombucha mentioned anywhere in the world in any publication. So oh, I've been awesome. doing that for years now. And so I have a pretty good handle on uh, how to make it. And well, and then I started making it. Right, um, right. Uh, that was the uh, that was the tipping point because I started making it for myself and um, so I started with you know a quart uh, and then moved up to a gallon and and by this time other people were drinking it friends and neighbors yep. and that sort of stuff and so I was um, I was not making enough so <laughs> I, I yes. had you know I would get a, a glass for myself and then the rest of it would everyone just everyone else just take it go into yep. the ether right exactly so <laughs> good problem to have but nonetheless yeah. a problem yeah. right exactly yeah. so um so at this point um I was up to uh, uh you know two two gallon fermenters and you know knowing how uh, the scobies scale up um there's really no limit to the size of container that they you just can keep have growing. they do yeah. yeah so it covers the entire surface of the of the liquid no matter how big it is whereas you know in the current setup they're about 40 inches across Jesus. which huge. is uh huge. yeah is really difficult uh to um to wrangle. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's on my business card. That's one of the, that's one of my titles as we were asking uh, a Scobie, Scobie, Scobie Wrangler. Wrangler. Yes. Love it. yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's one of my titles. Um, but as far as other titles go, um, you name it. Janitor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> plumber. <laughs> little of everything. We hear it all. Yeah. Everything yeah. that's necessary. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I, that's I'm, what happens when you start a business. You know? Yes. You have to be humbled down to yes it's true it's true and um you know it, starting a business is is like starting a business like <laughs> there's there's so much that goes into it like 
I know all about how to make kombucha, but uh, do I know how to form a corporation? Hmm. Or, you know, uh, run a PUS system, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. paying the proper taxes yeah. to whom yes. and why and when, <laughs> yes. you know. Um, so, you know, you definitely need advice from professionals on that. Um, and I was really fortunate that uh, Worcester has such a great community of brewers yep. that are just really friendly, just the really nicest people. Um, and so when I thought that I was going to begin this business, um, Ben Roche was one of the ones that I went and talked to. And I had known Ben for a very long time since before he started Wormtown. And, um, you know, we just had lunch one day and, and he gave me, you know, a, a lot of really good advice. Yeah. So just, um, you know, most importantly, uh, have a backup uh, yeah. for everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just one, yes. you can't have just one, you know, a little piece because uh, it's possible that, um, you know, that one little piece could cost you uh, significantly more than, uh, than the 30 cents it would right. cost to... So that was that was really great advice. Um, but yeah, just uh, everybody else uh, in the community as well. Um, so then uh, let's so we go back to I was uh, I was distributing more to friends and neighbors, and at some point I realized that they weren't just being nice, right? <laughs> so it's you know I'm making this stuff and it's a little they bit different. Like it. <laughs> they really do like it. So yeah. I thought, okay, well, well, let's let's see if we can go even bigger. Um, and it was about this time that the Three Cross Brewery was opened. Okay. What year frame is this? For this is uh, 2015. Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, the festival where I had had um, uh, Urban Perfect. Farm Fermentary was uh, 2013. Yeah. And so, you know, after two years of, of making, it making it myself yeah. and just scaling yeah. up and all that stuff, um, then I was, uh, I was spending a lot of time at Three Cross and I noticed that he had a couple of big, like 10 gallon fermenters. And I was like, you know, if you're not doing anything, it's like, (laughs) I I see you're not using those really like for much. So what do you think? And so, you know, we went back and forth and talked about the legality of it and, you know, how it would, how we could, uh, how we could do that. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so, uh, Dave allowed me to, uh, uh, to start brewing there. And, um, I was able to brew under the three cross label and sort of start my own, kombucha company within the framework of three cross brewery. So, um, I was essentially brewing on site there, just adjacent to the three cross, uh, the whole three cross operation. And, um, so they had, uh, um, I was on tap there for a couple of years. People would come in and nice. buy, buy growlers and yeah, stuff. So just yeah. like they would do for the beer, right. um, but they were buying kombucha as well. So this was a way for me to start up my Ease fan your way base. into it. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's one of the things that I recommended for um, other, well, kombucha brewers, but other brewers in general yeah. is just, you know, get into a brewery, just yeah. whatever you have to do to get into a brewery, then that's a great way to start. You learn a lot more than you will from, you know, reading books or whatever. But yeah. It's yeah. also important, but. Well, uh, Matt, I'm curious, what did you do prior to craft tea other than, you know, obviously. Or what are you still doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Is yeah. this your full-time gig now? This is the full-time gig. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, Kelly's back. I'm curious. <laughs> Kelly, tell us, before we get into that, Kelly, uh, tell us like how you first had kombucha, your first memory and your role here. Okay. Um, my first exposure to kombucha, I actually was really big into fermenting things for a while. And I used to make my own kefir. And I know some 
there are some places that I would buy kefir and they would also have kombucha, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked kefir and I just never moved what on. What is kefir? Sorry, yeah, it's, to uh, for a it's another it's another bacterial culture. Okay, is it similar um, to yogurt? I know they use it in lots. You can make milk kefir and you can make water kefir. Okay. Milk kefir is similar to yogurt. Water kefir is actually more similar to kombucha. It's okay. very fizzy, but the kefir grains are instead of a big blob like a scoby, they're little crystalline lumps. Mm-hmm. They, they call them crystals, and cool. um, it's 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 you know it's funny, it's fizzy, it's it's, yeah. bub- it's tasty, it has a lot of good probiotics. So. All right, all right. So I did that for a long time, but like anything where you have to maintain the culture, yeah. after a while it just got to be too much, and I stopped. Yeah. Um, and then you know Matt had his kombucha uh, experience, and I remember him coming home and just being like. Oh my God, I had this stuff. It's amazing. It's the greatest thing ever. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because, you know, we go to a lot of beer festivals, but this was not beer. And at the time, not beer at a beer festival was actually very rare. Yeah, Yeah, there was like one cider. The mead was unheard of. (laughs) So so that was really my beginning in the world of kombucha. um, Was, you know, Matt coming home and saying he wanted to start brewing this smelly thing in my dining room. And, uh, Yes. <laughs> and then we started drinking it and I, you know, I fell in love with it. It's it's delicious and, you know, Matt makes very good stuff. So um, I've become a convert ever since. And uh, nice. so I think this is a, a, an excellent segue into actually having some like Ooh, I've been drinking yes. it all along. Yeah, so I, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We would love to try. Your amazing. I didn't get to tell you about my role at the brewery. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I mean, his title is Scobie Wrangler. I joke my title is Suffering Girlfriend. <laughs> there always has to be one, right? Always, yes. Every brewery, there's at least one significant other yes. who, you know, early on has to make the decision, like, I'm either never yep. going to see this person or I'm just going to jump in. It. And yep. Um, yep. so I do most of the social media and, you know. Which is a very hard job. It is a very I hard agree. job. Yes. It yes. is a thankless job. It is a thankless <laughs> job. <laughs> but important nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wash most of the bottles. So nice. Which is a very important job. It is yes. also a very unpleasant but very necessary job. Yes. So, <laughs> so, you know. so good. Thank you for being here. Yeah. So, so Matt's pouring a beautiful, I would say, like a beautiful color. color. Right? I, don't know what, yeah. I don't know how to better describe Pink, it. Pink, delicious. Um, this is ginger hibiscus. Okay. Oh my god, it smells like ginger hibiscus, it and it's amazing. It's mm. freshly, I can smell the ginger like right, right away. Yep. Yeah, freshly press, pressed ginger juice and a hibiscus tea, which um, hibiscus flowers. If you see, oh they're god. very popular in like Hawaii and wow. things. That's yeah. super refreshing. So keep in mind, I just yeah. want to let our listeners know this is considered an alcoholic product, right? There's less than one percent alcohol in this. Well, there is more than 0.5%. More than 0.5%. Okay. But less than how much? Like what do you what's your usual range, I guess? We would say it's less than two. Less than two. Okay. So this is something you cannot sell to somebody under twenty one. We That's cannot, right. yes. That's right. Yep. Just wanna make yeah. that yeah, to- abundantly clear. <laughs> <laughs> While you're drinking maybe Matt could fill us in on the on the process. Or could, why we're drinking maybe you, I'm just curious about the the history of kombucha. I know there you go. absolutely That's nothing about start. it. Sure. Um, the history of kombucha is, um, well, it's mysterious. Um, <laughs> As with most fermented drinks. <laughs> right. So it, it originated somewhere around, uh, uh, somewhere in uh, Southeast Asia, Russia, area, Korea, perhaps. Um, and there are many different theories about how it uh, came to be. Um, now, the Japanese were making a, a seaweed 
uh, beverage that was actually called kombucha. But um, this was actually mistaken for that at one point. So, <laughs> does kombucha translate to anything, or is it is it just a word? Um, I believe that it does. Uh, cha meaning tea, and kombu meaning seaweed. No, mushroom. Uh, mushroom well, tea. Kombu is a seaweed, so and it's one of those things where there's a lot open of, for interpretation. A lot of interpretations yeah. of it. Exactly. But no, nobody really has an exact origin of the word so. so we say it's it's uh very very old uh and comes from somewhere in asia okay. <laughs> so that's as accurate as i can be about that i think um now yeah. if i was to say for example have somebody try kombucha that's never tried it and said oh it's vinegar or something you know vinegary um mm-hmm. what is the correct term i mean craft tea is it fermented tea that's or right is okay Yes. Okay, so um, so we start with a sweet tea, and we add a culture of bacteria and yeast. Now, this culture of bacteria and yeast has been, is is what passes on from generation to generation. So, yeah, so good, same way. culture. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, so, now this culture I got uh, from a friend of a friend five years ago something like this uh, but I feel like since I've grown it up uh, into you know hundreds of generations now I, I really feel like it's my own you know yeah. It's, it, yeah. I've been taking care of it for five years right. and, you know it's, it's your baby now it, yeah. absolutely um, so yeah so so we start with the sweet tea we add the culture of bacteria and yeast and then what happens is the the yeast uh, like any other fermentation will eat the sugar right uh, making co2 and carbon dioxide um, and then what's what's even the most interesting part about it is that um, the bacteria will consume the alcohol so interesting. yeah so it, it it consumes the alcohol and the caffeine and the nitrogen so all of these organic compounds, are uh, uh, metabolized, I guess, yeah. is a good way to put it, uh, metabolized by this bacteria, and it turns it into primarily acetic acid, but other um, uh, other organic acids as well, gluconic acid, glucuronic acid, and yeah. folic acid, just like a, a whole list of, uh, of really good... Um, uh, healthy organic acids, uh, not to mention the um, the bacteria itself is uh, is good for your guts. Do we call that the acids and the probiotics, or is that where do we get into that? Do you want to take this one? I, I guess I misunderstood the question. Probiotics is that? I mean, you're talking about all these acids. What when? What is a probiotic? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. probiotic just means that it currently contains live cultures mm-hmm. that are okay in some sense, beneficial to your gut biome. Yeah. So, you know, our kombucha is still very much alive. And if you let it sit too long, I mean, long, long, long time, but it will form a SCOBY. Um, huh. Yeah, because cool. it's it's still living. And yeah. so mm-hmm. when you say something's probiotic, it just means that you're actually bringing in living live, live good bacteria yeah. into your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel nice. like the term probiotic is... A new hip word that a lot of people <laughs> it that, is, that a lot it of is. people use, but they actually don't know what it actually is. Right. It's a it's a really catchy buzzword <laughs> these days. Yes. Um, you know, and yes. it was so I I had started doing this long before the probiotic craze. Yeah. Um, so it just it it came to me. You were you know? cool before it was yeah. cool. <laughs> you hipster, you. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, so yeah, that was the ginger hibiscus. Um, yeah. And super do you good. Wanna, so we have a, a wide range. Um, yeah, you want to do mojito next? Yeah. 
This is so good. Mojito <laughs> sounds amazing. Yes. I love a good so, mojito, so. When you add uh, the ginger hibiscus, so yep. you... Do you add raw ginger and hibiscus plants, and then what's the tea base? Is it always like a white tea a black or tea a black or, tea? Or, yeah. Right. So um, thank you so much. So what you see in the thank fermenters you. is the um, is the base, and what the um, what the what the scobies like more than anything is consistency. Mm-hmm. So you want to do you want to do the same recipe of tea and sugar ratio every time. Yeah. So that forms the base, right? And so that's uh, that's ninety. 5% of all the kombuchas that are uh, that I make here um, and then just to keep it interesting then adding other flavors yeah. so in the case of the ginger hibiscus yes uh, I actually steep the uh, the dried hibiscus flowers and I crush up uh, the whole ginger and and uh, strain out the juice and then just add the juice and the uh, and the tea or uh, yes the hibiscus uh, tea um, and it makes that that gorgeous red color that um, seems really attractive beautiful. And, yeah. it's beautiful yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. So it's similar to beer in the sense where you're making, it's probably not called a wort, but you're making a wort of sense. Like you're boiling all of your ingredients and then cooling it down to add the um, so the um, optimal fermentation temperature is 75 degrees. Okay. Um, okay. Now, if it gets warmer than that, uh, which it currently is, yes. um, <laughs> if it gets warmer than that, then uh, it will just um, it will just produce faster. Okay. So you just have to keep a closer yes. eye on it so it right. doesn't go straight to vinegar. Right. Uh, and then yeah. and then you're you know, then you have to work backwards. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But to answer your question, yes, that's um, it's not boiled. But it's steeped just like a regular tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, you make a regular tea. Yeah. Okay. And then you add sugar just like a regular tea. And then you add your other and then ingredients. You, you and cool it, it down before you put it into the fermenter. Yeah. You don't want to put it in it. Mm. Yeah. 200 degrees. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Nice. What's your usual go-to like tea base? I mean, just like a normal... Earl Grey, or is that a trade secret? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do say it's a us, proprietary blend. It is a proprietary blend okay. of yeah, organic teas. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. um, but yeah, it's uh, That's kind uh, of the it's idea. A, the base is green, uh, okay. so it's um, you know a, a large percentage of green tea, and then uh, some other organic teas to Ooh. to make it. I know this mojito yes. one is amazing. Thanks. Yeah, that's really nice. You said that the. The scoby eats the. Is, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably, yeah, yeah. 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 The scoby eats the caffeine from the green tea. Right. So it it it's basically not a takes. Drink. Right. Well, in the same way that there is still a little bit of uh, alcohol in it, uh, it doesn't 100 mm-hmm. percent consume. There's still a little bit of caffeine. Right. Yeah. In the same way that with a beer, you have um, the residual sugars. Right. It right. doesn't completely dry out. You have to have some, uh, you know, some degree of sweetness. Uh, you know, malt sweetness still in there. Um, but it 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 does consume some of the caffeine and some of the nitrogen from the tea and some of the uh, alcohol. Yeah. I'm very sensitive to caffeine, like bounce off the walls <laughs> sensitive. And yeah. yeah. And I can drink this and not bounce off the walls. So it, you there's know, there's not a ton of caffeine. There's not right. a ton of caffeine, <laughs> but we, you know, it, there is still some residual right. amount of caffeine. Right. I always come into this question. You buy, you can buy kombucha at Whole Food. Yes. And if you are drinking it while driving, is that considered a legal offense. <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, um, I've never done it. And there's a really long, there's a really long story that goes along with all of this that we can. Yeah, uh, that in fact goes with Whole Foods and uh, uh, directly. So um, this was back in 2010, and uh, all of the kombuchas on the market 
uh, to my understanding, were made the traditional way that I do. So yeah. they didn't limit the alcohol. They didn't do anything to modify it. Um, and then someone went and grabbed a bunch of stuff off the shelves and had it all tested. And some of it clocked in as high as 3%. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> Whole Foods had a total freak out. And they said, we're pulling all the kombucha off the shelves. And if you want to maintain your contract, you're going to have to make it non-alcoholic. Yes. Yeah. So all the kombucha brewers at that point said, geez, what are we going to do? Right. So, um, so they either, um, you know, everybody does something different and there's, there's many different ways to do it, yeah. um, but they would either uh, uh, heavily filter. Mm -hmm. Do they cook it off? Or? Um, you can... Uh, you can um, essentially kill the yeast in one way or another. So you yeah. would either have to pasteurize, uh, yeah. heat pasteurize or chemical pasteurization or something like that to make it a non-living thing. Because although anytime... Go ahead. Add non-fermentable sugar. Okay. So that you'll wind up with residual sweetness, but no fermentation right. going on. There are some companies that do um, a low-pressure evaporation process, yeah. which takes out the alcohol. That's the one that actually is still the most natural. Mm -hmm. um, it's just an alcohol-reduced product at that point. So it's less and than 5%? Yeah. So, Half a percent. There's, okay. there's a lot of different things you can do yeah. to make a product that's under 0.5%. Yeah. Some of them really affect the flavor. Some of them affect the probiotic ability. And you know, some of them... You know, like if you can do the, the evaporation process, then it leaves you with something that's very close to the original product. Yeah. Um, is anything over 0.5 considered not kombucha or is, is 0.5 the legal limit? 0.5 is the legal limit for an alcoholic beverage. Okay. So a non-alcoholic beer has to be below half a percent. Yep. So that's that's the legal cutoff for that. Okay. Um, so that's what the non-alcoholic kombuchas do. Um, and so you may say, you may see on the label, it says uh, may contain uh, up to a half a percent alcohol. So 0.5, yeah. uh, it says that on a lot of, uh, a lot of regular kombuchas. Um, but uh, going back to the, um, the low pressure evaporation, um, that would be a cool thing to do. Um, but the equipment itself is millions of dollars. It is literally of yes. millions yeah, of dollars of to do. So, you know, there are three companies uh, in yeah. the country that do it. Yeah. Um, and it's just because they got so big that they decided like, well, we need a bigger market. And yeah. We need to make it non-alcoholic without, uh, interfering or, uh, you know, somehow pasteurizing. Whenever you have live yeast and fermentable sugars, you're going to get alcohol. Gonna it's going to sure. happen. That's how that works. <laughs> that, and, and I'm happy for it. You yeah, know, exactly. it's, that's really, it's a great thing. Um, but that's, uh, um, so in one way or another, they have to do some kind of modification to make yeah. it, uh, to make it non-alcoholic. However, <laughs> um, because kombucha is such an incredibly large industry on the West Coast. Interesting. The, um, the politicians on the West Coast have actually put bills in front of Congress right now to raise the legal limit of alcohol in kombucha oh. to 1.25%. Oh, okay. Which is actually what the legal limit is in both Canada and the European Union. Huh. Okay, interesting. And that goes along with, you know, what you would expect in sort of a traditionally fermented kombucha. kombucha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there, they've been, this has been going on for quite a while. They've been working on this, the Kombucha Brewers yeah. Trade Association. Yeah. But this year, I think they're really starting to step up yeah, the push to uh, mm -hmm. try and get awareness out of how important this is to the industry at, at large mm. yeah. to be able to sell a naturally fermented product and not have it be restricted to alcohol licenses only. Right. 
in New England, how many kombucha? I know of urban in Portland, Maine. Are you guys one of ten? One of fifty? One of there seems to be another one every day. Okay. Um, really? Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Um, so, let's see. The, the Aqua VT is the biggest. Yeah, they're in Vermont. Okay. okay. Um, and they're one of the ones that actually has the uh, the evaporation. Now, Aqua yeah. VT is the ones that you see in local market baskets and Shaw's. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the ones. Yep. Um, now, uh, there's also Catalyst out of uh, a Greenfield um, that does the ginger libation and stuff, like the ABC. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is it? Artisan, Artisan Beverage Cooperative? Oh. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Um, they have a non-alcoholic kombucha as well called uh, Catalyst. Um, and so that's part of their portfolio. And they're all over uh, Massachusetts as yeah. well. And um, I want to say there's a couple more. Um, one in Rhode Island. Um, one Luna, on the Cape. Luna Kombucha in yes. Providence, I think. And uh, sooner than later... Um, I got this directly from uh, from uh, the guy himself. So the uh, Boston Beer Company uh, is jumping into the kombucha market. Oh, really? Oh. Why not? Yeah. So Jim, Jim, Jim and you were close. So you guys you, you well, texted and emailed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was it was at a uh, the Extreme Beer Fest uh, okay. this Very year, cool. yes. and we were like three booths away from each other. Oh, you went awesome. But, well, yeah. I of mean, of course. Uh, we, were, we were really excited to be asked to be. No, that's super that's, cool. That really you cool. should, right? Mm -hmm. Something different. Very exactly. cool. Uh, but yeah, he came over and, and tried all of my kombucha and and uh, said, "Yeah, we're we're doing something too." And I'm like, "Oh, this is God, this is great." Why? <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. In fact, we already knew, but it yeah, had not been it was made nice public. to be confirmed. But now it's confirmed, yeah. right? Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and we're buying dogfish, by the way. Surprise! <laughs> 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 that was the next conversation. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're doing artists. all these things to stay afloat. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Jim. We know you're listening. <laughs> yes, it probably is. Yeah. So. Um, all right, so that was uh, that was mojito. Um, now our, um, I want to say our our. You want to go with the vanilla next? Sure. Yeah, let's do that, uh, and then we'll finish up with the uh, um, our our biggest. Uh, our most popular seller. I was going to say, is that your flagship or? Mm, the flagship is actually the ginger lime. Okay. Um, but since we had the ginger hibiscus, it's the same amount of ginger, just with lime instead right, of hibiscus. Right, and right. I thought the hibiscus was a little more interesting. Yep. Um, so, yes, this is the uh, vanilla honeybush. Um, mm. Now, vanilla honeybush mm. is a um, is a South African Whoa. bush that okay. uh, tastes of honey, uh, which is why they make a tea out it of it. It smells kind of honey. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, there's no there's no honey in it. There's no sugar added. So this is just um, you know little bits of vanilla and uh, a honey bush uh, tea. Oh, so, yeah. That tastes so different than I it know. smells. You That's don't really expect to get like that vanilla. You right. get it right at the tail of it. It's mm -hmm. Yeah, incredible. We always tell people if you haven't had kombucha before, don't smell it. Yeah. Drink Risk. it, then yep. smell no, it. No, that's so cool, though, that it smells... Completely different than a taste. Yeah, but it tastes good. It's not that it's like the taste is bad or anything. It's just so different. It's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it's it's deceptively... Yeah. It's deceptive to the nose. Yeah. Like, you get, you know, we're naturally conditioned like to smell. kind of a... Right, mm -hmm. yeah. And then you taste it, and it's like very clean um, vanilla. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, very nice. Do you guys typically go for the more... I hate to say, like, sweeter, but I mean... We like to have a variety. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there are some that are on the sweeter side. Okay. Um, the mojito, for example, is the only one that we um, that we add sugar to after okay. the fact because um, the best way to get uh, the mint yeah, uh, flavor is to make a mint simple. And okay. considering that that's part of the mojito recipe, right. it Makes does sense. have simple syrup in it. Yeah. So, you know, I... That's why we, they have it with uh, the Kentucky Derby drink. What's the... 
Almond juleps. Almond that's, oh, why, juleps. Yeah, that's why they yes. always add yes. simple syrup to those. Yep. Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, so yeah, the um, that's the only one that we add sugar to. The rest we try and keep really, uh, well, we do. Uh, we don't add any additional <laughs> yeah. sugars to yeah. anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for a lot of people. Well, they ask yeah. much Elderberry sugar. honey has a, has a little bit of honey in it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in the name. But everything else is just pure juices mm-hmm. and, extra, I mean, not extracts, but herbal infusions and things right, like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So to keep your SCOBY healthy, are you always having it in a drink? Can you like just sit it in something for a while or like, or is it always do you always have to be, yeah. exactly. Do you always have to be fermenting something? Or? Always fermenting. Okay. Always fermenting. So, like so for like a home brewer, you always have to have it like fermenting something. Right. They don't exactly. get a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Poor Scobies. Okay. They work so hard. They can't go to the cave for the weekend. <laughs> well, see, what's interesting is that like, um, you know, I have, uh, the one fermenter is ready. So it's at the, it's at the, proper pH and flavor and it's great. I love it. So I'm putting it in kegs and when it's down to, uh, you know, when it's, when it's down to the lowest level, I I maintain uh, a good 20% of it. And that's how the culture continues is that then you refill it with, uh, the tea. And so, uh, so it's always fermenting. And so what would happen if you let it go too long is that it would just become, uh, too acidic and you would just basically have a vinegar, um, which is okay. Cause then you can just, if you want to make drain off, uh, we're we're considering doing that as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Might as well. I mean, really, seriously, is that that called mother at that point? Right. Well, it is right. So the mother is the, uh, is what you would call the, the SCOBY, yep. I suppose. Uh, so it, 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 people use these terms for you know, different yeah. generations of things. Like yeah. it, 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 if you, if you submerge the, uh, the SCOBY and you have, um, just the kombucha, uh, liquid on top, it will form another SCOBY. And generally that's, uh, Generally, the one that's submerged, they would call the mother, and then the one that forms on top would be the baby. But, you know, do we need to get into the generation? Aww, yeah, that's so cute. Aww. Right. And so when I, when I split them up, then they're first cousins, right? So, and then, yes, you yes. know, and then I marry them Love together, it. and it's just like a royal Weird internet, interracial, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Is it, um, I'm so huge on history. Is it ever amazing to you that just how many, how many hundreds of years ago somebody figured this out yeah no it's it, like it, you it had really to use is. the in, like there's something growing my drink yeah. but it tastes delicious yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah how, how did this happen Who how did, did that, this come around right? right um so yeah i mean i think it, it in the same way that um you know bacteria will form on a, a vinegar you know vinegars have have mothers as well it's a slightly different um uh, set of bacteria but um you know bacteria adapts uh and so yeah. what's interesting about uh, these scobies here and as i was saying with the consistency um, there's a variety of bacterias in there. Like mm. there's a there's a whole zoo of you know 20 different things. Yeah. And um, what happens is when uh, you are consistent with your recipe, some of those will become more dominant. Uh, and then kind of like dominant genes and like. Right, but it's uh, it's you sort of you feed the bacteria that um, that you want. Uh, so okay. the ones that right. create the acetic acid are the ones that we want in this case. Yes. So we feed it consistently. So if I were to change the recipe uh, to a different type of tea or something like that, it would be weak at start at first, mm-hmm. but it would adapt and it would have gotcha. a scoby with different sort of dominant genes yeah. in it. So that's cool. Yeah, it really is. One of the interesting things about fermenting kombucha is it has to be open to the atmosphere. Right. I mean, I can see you just have blank. Well, not 
blankets, but like sheets, cloth, yeah. right? Yeah, cloth, cloth, yeah. cloth covering yeah. it, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So it keeps out the dust and the bugs, but it yeah. allows the the air to circulate. And yeah. so, what makes that very interesting about each kombucha culture becomes sort of representative of the location mm. yeah. and the, you know, whatever the biome is in the air surrounding right. it. So right. Just like col- spontaneous fermentation. Yeah. 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 Do you find that it changes stuff. throughout the year depending on like, you know, what season it is or. Um, yes and no. I mean, it, it, it really just takes a different, a different amounts of time to okay. ferment. Um, okay. So you can see that they're, they're jacketed. Um, yeah. and so I, I have heat mats under there. So in the, in the winter time, it stays right at 70, 75 right. and you know, for the entirety of the winter, even when it's, you know, 50 degrees zero in out, here. Yeah. yeah. Zero outside. So <laughs> I know we're enjoying yeah. this on a sweltering hot yes. day. But, um, <laughs> it does get very cold in here in the winter. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Enjoy it while you can. But, <laughs> but um, how long does it take uh, start to finish? You said it, it fluctuates or? More right. Batch. So, it, yeah. yeah, three weeks, um, more or less. Uh, okay. So if That's it's. That's not that bad. No, it's really not. Yeah, no. Yeah. So. You know, at 200 gallons at a time uh, every three weeks, you know, that keeps me busy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Where do you um, get all your ingredients? Do you keep it kind of local or... Well, if there were a local tea supplier, yeah. does anybody grow True. tea? True, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Right. Good point. Um, also, sugar. Have you seen any? Have you seen Worcester Sugar Farm? Yeah, oh, you know I haven't yet. We, no, I heard they closed recently. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they yeah. just recently closed. We use yeah. as many local products as we can. Yeah. And this summer, we've been rolling out a ongoing series of small batch botanicals nice. that were all harvested okay. within you know 10 miles yeah, of here yeah um but with you know some of the things you just need consistency you so much you right know. makes sense um, mm-hmm. for sure yes um <laughs> so yeah that was that one yeah. um and should we try the last one Ooh, of course yeah. yes please yeah. all right I don't have my glasses on, but I think I see blueberry lemon. Blueberry lemon it is. Oh, yes. my gosh. Mm, delicious. Right. So, you know, the, the blueberry season lasts for approximately uh, one hour. Yeah, um, that's what it feels like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we're in the midst of it now. We but, are. Um, you know, to get consistent blueberries, you. Um, you know, and are there any lemon farms around? I don't think so. Um, that one close to yeah, yeah. Yep. it was it was right next to the uh, sugar farm yeah. exactly yeah in yeah. the tea farm it's yeah. crazy yes um, but I do I do use a local um, a local importer uh, for the uh, for the tea okay. and I use a local distributor yeah. for the sugar so I try as as best I can but support it, you know you really can't yeah. you know exactly wow. there's only so much you can do exactly so um, for taking this away do you you sell these yes I guess growlers yes you for can. lack of a Right. Yeah. 30, yeah. Uh, Thirty-two ounce uh, Boston rounds. Um, yeah. And this was another inspiration from Urban Farm. Yeah. Fermentary. Very similar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. So I had collected those for a while, and then I was yeah. like, "Well, I might as well These use work, them." Right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think it's it's part of the aesthetic of the fact that it's um it's old timey medicine looking. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah, when yeah. you're looking at something in the store and you're thinking, "Wow, that is that good for me?" You know, it's kombucha, and it's like, "Yes, all right." So it 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 does have that uh, a little bit of a clue Brings there. Brings that feel back. Yeah. yeah. So and is, sorry, is kombucha good for you? I know that this is like a little bit of a tough subject, but <laughs> I know I'll, have to, I'll have to talk with my legal team. Yeah. 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 It contains things that are known to be healthful. Okay. So yeah. you do your own research and you determine for yourself as more yeah. or less. That's what people need to do. Yes. 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 <laughs> so so then, li- oh. I'm sorry, just, it is a tap room, right though? So you sell yes. samples. Mm-hmm. Pours. Actually, yeah. we just we give samples away. I mean, people, yeah, we you know we get so many people who come in who've never had kombucha before, and yeah. we we just want them to try it because we want right. them to love it. Right. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I find that, you know, very few people take advantage uh, in that way and will just drink, like, you know, I'll have 20 12 samples, samples right, uh, right, and right. then not buy anything and be like, all right, well, thanks. Yeah. I'm not yeah. thirsty yeah. anymore. Like, yeah. But we do sell it by the glass. Yeah. Right, okay. That's you can, what I was curious yeah. about. Now, are you guys only sold through the tap space, or are you guys distributed? Do you do are farmers you in markets? Or, or, yeah, farmers markets? or Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so... The website has our complete list of outlets, um, and we're up to 25 oh, at this congratulations. point. Congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. Thank yeah. you. Mm, this um, blueberry is super refreshing. Yes. yes. Just saying. It, so, is re- it is really the most popular flavor. Okay. Right. Um, and you'll Fun notice facts. that it's a little bit more acidic uh, mm. than yep. the other ones. Yeah. Um, this is the end of the batch, so this one's been around for a while. Okay. okay. So this is what happens. People ask- it's Getting like, closer to vinegar, I Right. Guess? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. more acetic acid. And it, like I said, it's a living thing. It's going to change. Yeah. So the sweetness dries out a little bit, and yep. you get a little more uh, of the uh, acidic yeah. uh, component no, to it. No, that's nice, though. Yeah. And yeah, most sure. people, you know, we get people who come in all the time, we're like, what's your sourest flavor? Yeah. Oh, you know? God. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised then, you haven't gotten your, what's your hoppiest flavor now? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I haven't gotten that. There are a few things I refuse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hops uh, is hops one of them. One of yeah, them. Okay. Yes. I, you know, there are enough hops in the world and there are enough beers in the world. You don't to need to add a You can tell everyone it. they're really hazy, though. That's really a high True. color at this point. Very yeah. hazy. <laughs> I could, I could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, and uh, uh, pumpkin spice is the other one that I, I'm just. I'm glad. Not going to do it. Don't blame you. I don't blame you. Do you have um, like seasonal flavors? Obviously, a hibiscus flavor, more summer, spring feel. Do you have something planned for the fall that's more, you know? Maybe not pumpkin spice, but maybe apple cinnamon or what? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm have you have you been on our website? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what what uh, what we do for the for the fall is. Um, we go to a local, uh, a local farm and pick up some of their uh, cider awesome. and uh, boil it down with some cinnamon in it. So, nice. it, uh, so you get more of a syrup and yeah. you know less of the water uh, content. Uh, but yeah, and make an apple cinnamon. That so, sounds amazing. Yeah, I had yeah. been on the website, but our listeners may not yeah. have. Yes, <laughs> yes. We so, also do us a pear that's Ooh, done wonderful. with yeah. a, ch- a concentrated chai tea. Oh, nice. It's really delicious. I love chai tea. So yeah. those are more f- the fall winter amazing. flavors that, yeah. you know, but yeah. the ginger hibiscus we actually sell year round. Yeah. Oh, really? It's just it's super so popular. good. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. good. And it's like a nice refresh, like to see that it color is. in the middle of winter. It's like, mm. that's a nice right. color to see. Doesn't that make you happy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it so does. what's next for you guys? I mean, are you guys happy with your ad or do you want to be Chugging in more locations or? Well, we're always looking for new locations. Um, well, as the uh, being self-distributed, um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm the one that does all of the deliveries. Yeah. Um, so, what's next? Um, well, uh, I think one of the things that I'm that I'm really trying to pioneer is to get into some other uh, farmer brewer tap rooms. Okay. So um, there are. There are interesting laws regarding, you know, and, and that's one of the other hats that I've had to wear is you have to become aware of all the laws, <laughs> yes. not only to follow them. Part-time lawyer. <laughs> right, right. But it's, you know, but there's some really interesting stuff in there. I, I would direct you to, um, you know, chapter 139, section 19C. Yeah. We'll that's, look into that later. Yeah, we'll, for I, sure. I'll pull it up. Well, that's, that's the, so that's the section that um, talks all about farmer brewers and okay. what, what they can and can't do. Yes, yes. So. So, um, so farmer brewers can sell to uh, uh, to uh, wholesalers. They can sell to distributors. They can self 
tribute. So they could do like farmers markets. Ah, see. That's another issue. We'll get back to that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> there uh, is a, yeah. they can they can sell to uh, pharmacists uh, in good standing. They can sell to old folks' homes, hmm. uh, homes for the aged. Uh, they can sell to foreign this, people overseas. So it's, this is all in <laughs> truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, it's it's oh a little God. dry, but it's but it's interesting. <laughs> um, and so, so as, retirement homes. Huh? There's a big market, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking there's a possibility. I think you yes. need to get into that. Baby right. boomers love kombucha. Let right. Me tell you. I believe it. Mm, so yes. <laughs> so there's a possibility and. Um, one of the other things that it says is that farmer brewers can sell to other farmer brewers. Okay. Except what has to happen is that the um, uh, the farmer brewer can only serve things in their tap room that is that are brewed on site by them or for them. So, I know you did a couple of uh, episodes with um, uh, people that do contract brewing. Yeah, yeah. So they have a tap room and it's brewed uh, somewhere else and it's brought in under their label. Yeah, and there's and it's sold as you know ex brewery. -brewery, Yeah. 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 So if you think about how many tap rooms uh, that could benefit from having a non-alcoholic option. Well, Every single brewery. Yeah. Very similar. Oh, I'm sorry. Almost, no, I, I almost non-alcoholic. Almost non- I, I, I actually meant to say gluten-free. Excuse me. Or yeah. beer yes. alternative. But gluten-free. Yes. I didn't actually know that. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious. I should have known that. Yep. No, I, I right. have a gluten allergy, so I am the I'm always the killjoy at every brewery. <laughs> no, you're not the killjoy. No, no, I kind of am. And, you know, the, the brewers, especially the people looking behind the counter, just give you that look like, ugh. Okay, you. Um, yeah, yeah, we have seltzer. We have, <laughs> yeah, seltzer. right. I, I drink a lot have a of seltzer drifts. at breweries. <laughs> but to be able to offer yeah. a you know a gluten free non beer alternative that still that has flavor to that it that still fits with the aesthetic yeah, of yeah. The craft brew. You know, so being able to contract brew kombucha for other breweries yeah. is something that. So I think I've heard of the grapevine. You are looking to do that in the area, right? <laughs> yeah, I, that's that is a that is an accurate. Grapevine, yeah, grapevine, yes. Awesome. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm Absolutely. really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, and and the other option is, you know, when you look at uh, what you can and can't brew. Um, now, kombucha is. Um, Interesting story about this. When I first wanted to open the brewery, I went to the state first. I went to Massachusetts, and I said, I want to get a license to do a kombucha brewery. And they said, what? And they were like, <laughs> what is that? Right. You know, follow the guidelines and, you know, just get your winery license. Yeah. And, okay, great. So, I pursued that. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the paperwork for starting a brewery, but it's... I hear it's amazing. It's, it, <laughs> it's better than the statutes. Uh, Ooh, okay, the 19th then. Yeah. So, um, but it's just, you know, it's... it's it's 20 pages of every place you've ever worked, right. anyone you've ever worked for or with, yep. or what, what is your financial situation, oh, and like the floor plan for the whole place. Uh, and so, you know, they have, uh, they usually complete it in about 60 days. So it was about day 55 when they contacted me and said, uh, by the way, you're a brewery and we're considering kombucha a beer, not a wine. Oh. So it's so we, funny they we consider need cider to... a wine, but not a cool. beer. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I said, well, the state told me, and they're like, well, why don't, we don't care what the state says. <laughs> oh, okay, so great. So I went to the state. So I went to the state, and they said, well, the TTB is telling me that that I'm a beer, and they're like. 
uh, I guess you're a beer then. I'm like, all right, well, great. Another Thanks for your help. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Redo all of my paperwork. Yeah. Yes, and it's, and it's <laughs> similar but different. Just as invasive. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, exactly. So similar but different. Um, that that was actually though a big blow to us because we were planning on selling at farmers markets because you can only sell wine. We had yeah, farmers. Yeah, we yeah. have oh, farmers markets who had good point. Signed on to us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had specifically asked us like, we want you at our farmers market, oh. and we were like, yes, we are there. So and our then, talks. About that changing, I don't know yes, how yes. close we are to that. Again, right? we have, we have to become social activists as well. Right. And <laughs> right. I, I went to I went to Capitol Hill, uh, with Beacon Hill, uh, and and uh, spoke to them about uh, you know the Brewers Guild yeah. does great great work, and uh, I am an adjunct member of the Brewers Guild, yes. so I can't vote, um, but, but I can I can go to the meetings. You know, I, I'm there. Get invited to the parties. Yeah, yeah. You know. the parties are good. Yeah. Famous. Seriously. Yes. Uh, it's That's awesome. So. Kombucha is always, always, always sold in glass bottles. Can right. Can it not be canned? It can be. Uh, it is. It's become the new trend. It's become yes. the new trend. And the reason that I'm never going to do that, and I don't think it's a good idea, is because of the um, the acidity, okay. right? It is, it is much lower than beer, and um, it may have a tendency to uh, to eat through aluminum. Yep. You know? gonna, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Interesting. Uh, so then people say, well, why don't you just use the plastic lined cans? And I'm like, well, Would think about that, that for just a second. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So now you're... <laughs> Now you're leaching, you know. Yeah. Cool. Now we have chemicals too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yes, and you know, good point. we do. You know, the bottles are are heavy. Um, and but I feel like there's you know, like kind of a grassroots thing too. where people really like glass bottles and it's like true. to kind of stick with that. So and it means a lot to whatever. us that we're continually reusing them. I mean, yes. I, you know, I made, I made a comment the other day, like, I wish there was a way we could track the generation of these bottles because yeah. I know there are some that we have sterilized and processed probably 10, I was going to ask, do people bring them back to oh, you? Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, nice. if you buy this in a distributor, can you bring it back to you here at the top? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, the bottles are the bottles. So bottles, it, bottles. yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, so you can buy it at any one of our 20-something locations. Nice. Um, we actually have some of our clients... We'll keep a a, oh, yeah. a case box in the store that people just bring them yeah. in, and they, they won't get the they won't get the discount that they would if they brought it back to the brewery. But some people just want but to see still, them. Still, just want exactly yeah. right, right. That's yeah, and we've had cool. plenty of other people that just repurpose them. They just say these these are the these are the greatest bottles, and I use it for yeah. you know flowers on my oh, yeah, yeah. on my. Whatever. So kind of to sidetrack here. Sure. Um, what are your hours when you open? So uh, normal uh, normal business hours are twelve to three on Saturdays. Okay. So we're as consistent with that as we can be. Um, that said, in two weeks we're going to make it Sunday. <laughs> just for one week. So just we just for one week. It. Yes, right, right, I know. Right. I, I, I can to, understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so 12 to 3 on Saturdays. So it's a really narrow window, but um, people are. Sure it's busy. Well, that's the thing is that people st- sort of get into the habit. Like, you know, right. go to the farmer's market, pick up your broccoli, get your blueberries, go to Crafty, refill your growlers. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we have a number Love of people it. that are really consistent about yeah. that. And just they have a bag of four bottles and they'd come in every other week and they just, you know, and they that's drink really consistently. Really awesome. And yeah. we found it keeping very strict but limited but very consistent hours we can always add open hours yeah you know yeah, like this day we're gonna stay open today you know we opened up because you guys were coming we happen to be at the store right right um and uh, uh, 
alternatively, we we add ours um, in coordination with the gallery upstairs. Um, ask, okay. So we are. Is this yeah, like an so artist community? Kind of. Um, there are a couple of studios here, um, okay. and I think that's that's sort of where we're trying to go. There's like yeah. uh, there's a glass blower, there's a soap maker, oh, nice. there's a couple cool. of painters uh, up, cool. upstairs, and yo, a, a media studio. Is that where some of your artwork is from? I noticed a few things back. Uh, here. Actually, those were those were paint, painted by the gallery manager. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, the open hours for the gallery were until four today. So. So, yeah. um, otherwise, I would have said I would have sent you up there, and maybe we should have done that ahead of time. <laughs> That's but, okay. Thank um, you. <laughs> but still, it's, next time you're in Worcester, you know, check out the uh, the gallery. I mean, it's we'll a it's, earlier. it's a beautiful gallery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some Saturday, uh, twelve to three, uh, we'll be yeah. here. Yeah. So the Worcester's local culture, you know, which Matt was super excited about that was like when he came up with this. I was like, we're gonna call it Worcester's local culture because he loves puns. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's been great because we've also been really embraced by the cultural community, yeah. you know, in this building and also in the greater Worcester area. Yeah. Yeah. We just did an event last week at the center for crafts, their annual yeah. festival. They asked us to come and, um, you know, so it's, it's been a great sort of dual thing. Like we, we have our culture and we're also part of the Worcester culture. Yeah. Matt and Kelly, what are some, Myths that you can debunk Ooh, about that's a good kombucha. Um, that it's pronounced kombucha. Okay, <laughs> that's a, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, Erica, thank you, no, thank you. No, no, appreciate I, that. It's, and it's, it's so yes. funny that I, I will actually be. I will have conversations with people, and yeah. I will say, "Yes, I make kombucha." They're like, "Oh, you make kombucha," and I'm like, "Yes, I make." Kombucha, and they're like, "I love kombucha." I'm like, mm. oh, it "Just cringes." Yeah. Okay, mm. well, moving like, on. Um. <laughs> so, um, what about like the kombucha does not actually contain mushrooms? Oh. Ah, see. unless it's made specifically. I know Urban Farm Fermentary makes one with chaga, but in there is no actual mushroom in kombucha. Okay, so, fun facts. All all kombucha is not super sour or some of it is vinegary. Right, but not all of it. Exactly, yeah. and and I think that that also goes back to um, some of the ways that other kombuchas choose to to make their product non-alcoholic is to uh, to use a, a, a unfermentable sugar. So sometimes yeah. they, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a style choice uh, for their brand to be on the sweet side, perhaps, or to be you know neutral or whatever yeah. it is that they want, or they want to be really fizzy. Right. You know, um, I definitely didn't want I didn't want fizzy. I wanted like just a subtle, just a little bit of carbonation, um, and that's naturally going to occur anyway. Um, but I just wanted to have a little bit of carbonation, just to just to sort of lift it off the tongue a little bit. Um, but I wanted to be able to be sort of a replacement for a sports drink. Like as we're yeah. sitting here in the hot weather, you can actually this chug this nice. and not worry about yeah. you know having to good. belch or right, something. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. Can you get drunk? <laughs> I've seen it attempted, okay. <laughs> um, but this does not mean you should drink and we're drive not with advocating kombucha, for this. No, no. But you um, should not drink and drive with our kombucha. I'm just putting that out there. That's just um, to be safe. Just to be safe. <laughs> because it is legally an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Right. That being said, you know I did the math at one point, and the amount of alcohol in this 32 ounce bottle. Is less than in a can of Bud Light. So huh, interesting. So you can drink quite a bit. <laughs> All right. So it is very difficult. You will probably get full before you. You will can. get very full yeah. and right. bloated yeah. before right. you got. Yeah. Again, mm -hmm. do not try it. But <laughs> if you were, you'd probably be okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Also, you know, just as a public service, there is now another whole 
spinoff called Hard Kombucha. Oh, of course okay. there is. Where, oh, I just saw an eye roll. Let's get into what is hard yes, kombucha. Come on. Yes. Well, just like the companies that hard salts take the com- take the alcohol else. down. Yeah. There are now a whole other breed That's of companies that are pushing it up. Yep. Now, so, what do they do? Add malt alcohol, or what is they, it? They just add sugar and yeast. Okay. Okay. So it's just sugar. Like they just add sugar. They're they're just essentially boozing it up. Right. It sounds so, like just right. like heartburn and bad time. <laughs> right. So they, they <laughs> Those might are my words. Yeah. I just want everyone to know that it's not crafty yeah. words, if you, are my words. If you actually don't if you close it off and seal it up and, and don't expose it to oxygen, then the yeast fermentation takes over. Oh, then you just get the alcohol fermentation without the bacterial component. Yeah. Then you can force car you can force huh. the alcohol concentration Good. up. Fun facts right. for any home brewers out there yeah. that want to try that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for people trying kombucha for the first time, would there be a entry kombucha that you would suggest? I um, always give people the blueberry lemon. Okay. If you've never had it before, I just say try the blueberry lemon because yeah. I feel like it's the perfect balance between sweet and sour yeah. and fruity. And it's just such a, a it's very approachable yeah. in that respect. And I think that's also why it's our most popular flavor. Um, but it gives you a really good idea of what kombucha can be without being very sour yeah. or very sweet, very sweet. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's and it's not as boring as uh, cranberry. Like we yeah. do a cranberry I just, flavor. I love the cranberry. I do, too. But I'm just saying, like, as an entry, it's like, well, you can. Cool. Cranberry juice. Uh, right. We don't want to we don't want to start with something too boring right. or too obscure. Like, yeah. what is vanilla honeybush? And, and what am I tasting here? So, you know, um, what is, is this? People know what blueberries are. And, yeah. You know, is there yeah. a flavor that just simply does not work with kombucha? Hmm. Well, I mean, like I'm sure broccoli would not be a flavor that, or asparagus, <laughs> but like, you well, know, uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> interesting. You should bring that up um, because uh, speaking of the extreme beer fest, um, one of the things that they encourage uh, strongly is that you do a flavor that you've never done before. Yep. Yeah. Something extreme. Right? right. Right. So this year we did. Uh, so we took um, uh, cucumbers, uh, dill and Ooh, nice. garlic and Whoa. a little bit of salt and added that <clears throat> in varying combination yes. to make a pickleback type drink. Now that's something I can get into. And, and how it was, was that? It was very well received. Oh, People awesome. still come in and ask for it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And, uh, Do you a have year any later. More that's so cool. Do you have any more pickleback? Yeah. Nice. And so kombucha best served cold? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, people ask if they can warm it up. I say, do what you want with it. But um, if you if you're trying to get the maximum benefit out of it, um, you know, some of the uh, probiotics and and, uh, yeast and things will start to die around 100 degrees or so. So if you wanted to heat it up and drink it hot, you certainly could. But is it going to be as good for you? No. Or as. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say it's good for you. But, you know, we understood what you were saying. Sure. Well, Thank you guys for taking some time out of your day to do this. Absolutely. Uh, More importantly, where can we find you guys physically and then on the interwebs? Uh, So physically, we are at 38 Harlow Street. which is popularly known as the Sprinkler Factory um, <laughs> because it was at one time a Sprinkler Factory, and oh, that's also the name of the cool. gallery cool. uh, upstairs. Yes. <laughs> so we, we 
we tend to ask people, you know, are you familiar with the sprinkler factory? Have you ever been to Worcester? Like, you know, how are you? And when we tell people that we're, you know, 38 Harlow Street, so you can Google that, and that's not hard to do. Five minutes from Shrewsbury Street? Not not far off the highway at all. Exactly. Somewhere between uh, Greater Good and Redemption Rock. There you go. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Just put in your GPS at this point. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, you know, part of the uh, part of the Worcester brewing circuit, I suppose, if you're coming to town for that sort of thing. And fortunately, you know, because we have a unique enough name, um, we are craftykombucha.com and crafty kombucha on every social media mm-hmm. um, platform you can think of. So make sure you guys go follow them and check out crafty. Very limited hours. Yep. But. But you're Make around. Sure you we but we consistent. also yeah, Matt will also open by appointment. So he's, yes. he's normally here. Right. Yeah. So why he's not now. just yeah, yeah. let people come in? Right. It's just a matter of unlocking the door or Are making you sure in that it's any open. Stores around here? You know, oh like yes. Groceries or. Yeah, so we the complete list is on the website, uh, craftingkombucha.com. Okay. Um, okay. But whenever we go to festivals and here as well, we have printed maps uh, so that people oh, can just take that the map, with them. The map is available on the website as a PDF oh. as well. Oh, there you okay. go. There you All go. right. So check out the website to see if there's any yeah. near you. Yeah. Otherwise, take the trip down. Yeah. Because it's worth it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Me too. Uh, so in closing, what are you guys most proud of? And that is as open-ended as you want to answer. All right. Um, and that's, I, I have such a hard time with that because I, I, have, <laughs> I, I feel like I have ever-increasing goals. Yes. Like I set goals for myself. Like right? I, I want to have, you know, this many locations or this much sales or this much. And, you know, I, I keep hitting them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then what, right? And then you just that's need to so set exciting. a higher goal. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. so that's it, a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah so I'm always worse, chasing right? the goals, yeah. right? <laughs> so I guess. Do you have a comment on that? Um, I mean, you know, not to be mushy or anything, but I'm actually just extremely proud of Matt because, well, you know, the one day that he he came in and he told me, I think I'm going to open a kombucha brewery. And I was like, you're You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, you know. And he did. And he did. That's so awesome. It's great. I mean, you know, we... We are now available in 25 places around you know, super cool. Massachusetts and, and still looking to add. We have the capacity now to, since we moved into the new space, we yeah. have more, um, more, ferment, more fermenters, yeah. you know, so always looking for more clients. Um, but just the fact that we've created this community of people who really love our product and, you know, it's yeah. like we've just made all these new friends that come in every week and how are you yeah. doing buying our stuff. And it's just, That's you so know, cool, it's just something that never existed before. Yeah. And, and he conceived of it. He told me one day, I want to have a brewery and I want to have a Lego table. And, <laughs> and, and you do. Yes. Goals achieved. You know, but it's just like to dream something that really to me seemed so completely off the wall yeah. and make it happen is just wonderful. Yeah. Kudos, kudos to you awesome. for being so supportive. Yeah. Good for you is right. You're the best. I'm not always this nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are today, and that's great. Yes, yes, um, but yes, Kelly's been consistently supportive and also really, uh, really helps to push me into. That's awesome. We uh, all need that. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, a sounding board, if nothing. I, I, you know, I tell her every crazy idea, and she yeah. said, no, no. 
<laughs> That's a little don't, too crazy. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better if you first, uh, you know, uh, did something else? Yeah. Like, all right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. So put it on the list. Yep. Yep. And we That's keep an ongoing awesome. list. So. Well, thank you guys very again. Very good. Absolutely. Thank well, you so much. This has been very informative. I've learned delicious. a lot. Thank you. Thank Seriously, you. super good. Yeah. And thank you for being yeah. our first uh, kombucha, craft yeah. kombucha on Brewers. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of us. Ho- yeah. time. Hopefully our listeners learned a lot because I certainly did. So. Yeah. Cool. And All right. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you very Cheers. much. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, are you guys vibing on that? I'd be feeling it. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Well, just like that episode featuring Matt and Kelly, Kelly. from Crafty out of Worcester. Worcester. And it's not Worcester, it's Worcester. Worcester. Um, Worcester. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I learned a ton. Seriously, this is one of those really great informative episodes where yeah. you learn a lot that you obviously didn't know before. Yeah. And it's just really cool. And uh, as someone who likes uh, kombucha, uh, it was awesome to be exposed to some like really like homemade, local, local crafted. Home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, so get out there and try it because yeah. it's really surprisingly very good. It is different <laughs> than the stuff that you get at your local Whole Foods yeah. or if you get at Market Basket, which is local to us. Um, so yeah, we have um, we already hyped it in the beginning of our episode, but uh, we're going to have two episodes next week. Two. Sorry, Sound Guy Ryan, but that's what's happening. I don't think you guys have ever done that before. Never. This is our first yeah. two-parter. Um, we just want to get to 100 so bad, man. Yeah, episode 91 is this one. Yeah, so. so 92, 93 next week. Boom, boom. Um, so we're doing Baruch's Guide to Thanksgiving, which will probably be like a small episode, short episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go over, It'll be a lot of fun, though, yeah. so make sure you... We're going to go over the perfect in. beer pairings and some of the history of beer and Thanksgiving. Yeah, why not? If I can find some. Yeah, we're going to do some I research for you guys. Um, yeah, we're also going to find that beer to get you out of the sticky awkward political conversations that your parents or loved ones will undoubtedly bring Annoying up. Annoying uncles, because that's who it always is, yeah, so, let's be honest. Yeah, you should look forward to that, because we'll, we're going to save you, I'm sure. Um, and then on Friday, we're going to go over our uh, event at the Craft Beer and Food Olio. Festival at Olio, um, which so we much, did a little yeah. live broadcast, and we interviewed like a ton of brewers and brewers. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, after that... Just stay tuned and uh, stay watch tuned. out for uh, social media, and yeah. we'll be announcing some more things. Follow, tag, yep. rate, rescribe, like, just rate, what? subscribe, rate, subscribe, you, that's review. The word. Send an email saying <laughs> that three you're Ryan. The three hours. Yeah. 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 Ryan, yeah we're Ryan raffling Ryan. off uh, me at the at the. Yeah, I can't wait to give <laughs> Ryan away. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah. All right. So until next time, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers.